0: Welcome back to the Mark Through Podcast. You're listening to episode three. In this episode, we talk a little bit about the latest news regarding ICU worlds and All-Star worlds, as well as cheer in the Olympics, the UCA stunt progression sheet, and a grassroots movement within All-Star, All-Stars United. We got a lot to cover in this episode, so we're glad you're tuning in. Want to give a quick shout out to this episode's sponsor, Velcro, the new Velcro strap roller for cheer mats. Have you ever hand rolled a dirty, hairy, scratchy Velcro strap after a long, sweaty cheer practice? We have two. That's why we have to recommend Velcro. We have one down at County. It makes a difference when we're rolling up those straps. I mean, eight straps every day. It it saves so much time when we're trying to just wrap up practice and get out. So make sure you guys check it out. Velcro.com, Velcro on social media, also available on Amazon. Velcro, the new Velcro strap roller for cheer mats. Thanks for listening to The Mark Through. Make sure you subscribe. Episode 3. Music's on! You ready for this? Who live is us? Who lit is this? Who real is this? We too legit. We are M-A-R-K-T-H-U Mark Through Podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad. Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Mark Through. Now we can start. Cool. Um, Yeah, so uh, we're back in podcast mode in our sweet studio. Rather than vlog mode. Yes. But um, gotta record another one in a couple days.
1: Yeah, it's the end of the month. End of the month.
0: You seem a little stressed about that, honey.
1: It's been a long day with Murph. She had... A mental growth spur this week, and I can definitely tell. So, um, she has needed me a lot today. So, I can tell. Yeah.
0: So All right. Be an
1: eye
0: on her. Yeah. Maybe I should keep an eye on her. Whatever you need to do. All right, deal. Jumping in, um, we have some recent news that actually came out this week. Um, came out from ICU and from. IASF and USASF um, about the date swap for 2020 which um, it's all happening in the same weekend it was it's not like it's shuffling from you know April into May or anything but it's um, to my knowledge it's the first time that they're gonna be swapping the order of the events during the week so
1: yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen it or heard that it's going to
0: swap so I
1: think I think this is the first time
0: yeah so it's been going I mean Worlds has been going on since the mid-2000s but ICU started (laughs) in like 2009 2010 so it's always kind of been that Thursday Friday opening ceremony Thursday around noon and then they get started with the ICU events throughout this you know the semi-final or prelims on that Thursday and then it ends with finals Friday Um, and then closing ceremonies and they're done. And then as they grew, of course, they started doing stuff before the opening ceremonies in the other venues um, just to begin those kind of prelim competitions, which isn't anything strange. The Olympics does that. They'll have the opening ceremony or they'll begin TV coverage and kind of those preliminaries have already started, so that's nothing major. This does kind of put that prestige, in my opinion, the prestige of the national teams USA cheer I like it I um, like this watch Thailand uh, Canada Norway Sweden all those country teams um, are now going to be competing at the end of the weekend so it puts all-star first puts the youth side of it and obviously all-star extends up 18 18 and beyond but it puts the prestige more on the federations on the on those governing bodies that have these teams I think it'll be cool. And then with the summit following it, a lot more people will be just staying through coach-wise and and having those crossover kids stay. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be good for cheerleading to have more exposure for those younger kids. They're gonna be able to get there, do their stuff. And if they stay for a day to go to the parks or because it's still the weekend for them, because it's still Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever those days are for ICU now, So these kids are gonna have a chance to go see, you know, the U.S. national team, and gonna go see Thailand, Australia, New Zealand, you know, all these teams, Team Jamaica, they're always dancing. I feel like it
1: just um, makes more sense to have it at the end of the weekend. And like, I will say for us, I'm wrapping up my work week when all of that stuff starts. So I don't even, Get a chance to watch opening ceremonies or um, see that beginning of the competition start. I would rather see it at the end of the weekend, but that's mm-hmm. just because I am not a kid anymore and I don't look forward to Worlds mm-hmm. and watching all of these All Star teams. Like, totally. Unfortunately, with my age, I just don't care to watch that all weekend. Like, I'd rather. I, I like. I like the change. I think it's. I think it's a good flip. A good switch. Yeah
0: and you know with this prestige and with putting the emphasis on the ICU world side of it that's the Olympic model that's what they're yeah. going for and actually today on Facebook and Twitter people everybody's being goons my sharing god. a three-year-old article for dated December 2016 literally two years yeah. ago almost three. Oh my god it's yeah. 2019 um, yeah. mom brain but um, in that article that everybody's sharing, it's like um, cheerleading receives the provisional status from the IOC, right. which is great, but it was only a three year like starting time period, probationary, whatever you want to call it. So that's gonna be coming up. So we'll have some news on that hopefully this fall, be great. whether it gets extended, the IOC adds more grants to it. Because before that came with money that went to all of the national uh, the governing bodies to give a lift for cheer programs to see. I couldn't be
1: more excited to find out what happens. Yeah, so.
0: What the um, Olympics are gonna do. Yeah, so, our kid, you know, graduate high school in like, you know, what is that, 37? So, you know, as long as they get to the Olympics by what, 36, 40, I feel like we could see Murph out there, right? We could No pressure, kid. When do you think cheerleading will be in the Olympics?
1: I don't know. I really don't know because I feel like the the information we get is either dated, and I don't know like exactly when they jumped in and had these meetings, like.
0: <laughs> what? Who do they talk to? Like well, it's who does like, varsity talk to? No, varsity doesn't talk to anybody. You gotta remember it's the ICU.
1: Okay, so who does ICU?
0: they talked to the international olympic committee the IOC. Okay. i don't know and so last so before everybody always always like gets here in the olympics maybe it'll happen by 2020 maybe it'll happen by 2024 but until 2016 they weren't even members of cheerleading wasn't even a member of the ioc right so now for the last two and a half years we've been in this like probationary entry status which they added muay thai fighting which is that um uh, I forget is it Vietnamese or is that uh, just like tricking? No, it's like it's like fighting. Oh, but it's like martial okay. arts based. Gotcha. Um like parts of MMA are based on gotcha. Muay Thai. But so it's like a specific fighting type so that and cheerleading didn't got that kind of status three years ago. So it'll just be interesting to see how that rolls. I mean, a decade ago, it was like, ooh, could cheerleading be, um, you know, a probationary sport at 2016 Olympics? That's past. Right. You know, could it be 2020? We're a year away. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah.
1: 2024
0: could be a maybe, maybe if they want something. That's what I'm
1: saying. I don't know. I don't know how to answer your question because I really don't know.
0: But I think a lot of people don't think it's possible, or a lot of people think it's kind of a silly goal, Um, but I think it'd be really great for the sport. I think it would set a lot of precedents for how the sport should kind of grow or expand for both the school and all-star, for college, um, just all around, how is it gonna change once it gets there? And so I I think Olympics would be good for the sport.
1: Do you, When do you think cheerleading will be in the Olympics?
0: I think 28 or 30. That's fair. Not 30, 32, 28 or 32.
1: Um, How passionate are they about making it happen? I think that's why I have no idea when it will happen.
0: Well, the, the people that are the governing body are the ICU. Yeah. And those people that do that have dual roles or dual investment right. in their role. So if they get it in the Olympics, their wallets significantly grow because of the growth of the sport, because shoes have to be bought, uniforms have to be bought, practice wear has to be bought, camps and competitions have to be attended to. So there's a lot at stake for a lot of people. I mean, even ourselves with this, it would help us. We'd have a ton of content to talk about, yeah. all the different countries. I just think it would be awesome for the sport oh, overall. For sure, absolutely. But it, it'll be a little bit, a little bit longer, I think. Cause yeah, if it's- You're thinking another 10 years. Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like that's generous. Yeah.
0: Cause if they give, if they change the status now, mm-hmm. at the end of this three year term, they still have to like build a case that there's gonna be enough viewers, enough participation of teams- That's what I was gonna ask. And it. enough high level competition. So I think last year's ICU Worlds, as much as it didn't go the way for the USA women, the all-girl team, um, but that was good for the sport because they've been undefeated before that. And how can you say this is an international this is sport? This the second year they lost in a row though. How are you gonna say this is an international sport when the same country dominates both sides of it, co-ed and all girl So at least the other countries are now making their way to the top of the podium. I think the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, is looking for a thing like cheerleading to get another team sport out there i mean think about when we were growing up team usa that was like the men's basketball team they were on the cereal boxes they ever not the saying cheerleading is everywhere. anywhere like that but that drew, drew so much attention to the 92 and 1996 olympic games for like young people and now that we're in this era of social media and viral video and for sure connected you know, the internet culture that we live in. Why wouldn't the IOC want a sport that is, that has a passionate fan base that has a huge people, fan base. Yeah. Worldwide that are obsessed with this sport.
1: Absolutely. Why
0: wouldn't they want that? I mean, just right there, they get. I have to
1: fact check myself
0: on that. So many different things. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, the fan base, just as you said in itself is like. It's not only massive, but it's dedicated, it's
0: passionate.
1: I don't know that the Olympic Committee knows that, cared. I'm sure they care about that, but yeah. to what extent? It's
0: all about how ICU portrays itself. And then another level of the decision, because right now, like ICU World, the Olympic model competes all girl premier, co ed premier, and then they compete all girl elite and co-ed elite and the elite is kind of like the lesser skilled level to which is fair they're making an on-ramp for these countries and are I can just throw them to the slaughterhouse with the couple of countries that have been doing it for decades um right but on the premier side there's significantly less teams yeah. so that I believe that part has to go up
1: right uh, I'm sure it does I don't know what the... What, do we know, like, what the... Do they have, like, a number? Since it's never been, <laughs> like, an Olympic game. Um, do they... I wonder if... I'm sure in their own documents they have a specific number of, like, how many teams, how many athletes. But since it's never been done before, um, I wonder how many they want or need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, like... Like we talked about in our, one of our previous episodes, the... Um, with the NCAA, they said, you know, we need X number of colleges with your sport for emerging mm-hmm. sports status, but yeah, there's not really, like, you need 2,000, 200,000 kids participating. You need, you know, so many nationwide competitions and international yeah. competitions. Maybe that does exist, but you're right, yeah, we're not... Necessarily privy to that.
1: And to fact check myself, in 2018 and in 2019, Team USA All Girl took silver. Okay, so I was wrong. But they had a win- winning streak since 2009 through 2017 of getting first every single time. So the past two years, um, we've gotten second.
0: Interesting. Pause for baby. <laughs> yeah so olympics will be good eventually for the sport
1: i hope sooner than later
0: i hope sooner than later but for now we have i worlds um moving on from worlds and worlds swapping jumping in lauren all. I'll let you take this side of it.
1: The Yeah, so you see a stunt progression. So every year we get a new grid, if you will. It's not oh, a grid.
0: Uh, An updates to the grid, per se, not necessarily. I guess, I don't
1: grid. like calling it a grid because to me, from judging All Star, that is a legitimate grid that we judge off of. Mm-hmm. But in high school, it's a It's a progression sheet, I guess. Um, But across this stunt progression sheet, in the past, it'll say intermediate, advanced, elite, super elite, and then what those skills are. For whatever reason this year, um, the company has decided to completely take that off, Mm -hmm. and it is just a grid. (laughs) and it, it lists things going down, obviously, if they're talking about a, um, like the list going down says release skills, inversion skills, twisting skills, other, and then co-ed style. But now we don't even have categories as judges to stand yep. on.
0: And really, I'm not okay with be, that. Really the score sheet part, that difficulty part, should be broken down into kind of a formula. It shouldn't be up to the judge because it says number of stunts performed, number of bases used. So why isn't that a formula? I see four groups out there, you're in medium, you get your difficulty. If I only see three groups, you're knocked down a little bit in difficulty.
1: A smart if judge I, would do that. If
0: I, But why isn't that the system? I there's don't know. There's no defaults. That's what I'm saying, there's no defaults in the sport. Like <laughs> think of think of gymnastics, an often compared sport to cheerleading. There's degree of difficulty for every single skill you throw. But so. With gymnastics, it's all preset. Diving, same thing. You get out there, I'm gonna do this dive. And they know that. And then once they're scored on their execution, then it's, it's, they do the math against the degree of difficulty and they come up with the score for that. Why can't we do that for cheerleading? Can't we all come to an agreement and say that a lib is harder than an extension? A stretch is harder than a lib? Like a full-up to prep is easier than a full-up to extension. And
1: when I've like, tried to talk to people about this... Why
0: can't we put that on a line?
1: When I've tried to talk to people about this, they're like, well, the new progression sheet, um, it's implied. Like the hardest skills are on the right side of the sheet and the easier skills are on the left side of the sheet why does it have to be implied no exactly there's no there's no
0: arrows there's no numbers you want
1: to make this sport legitimate that is all of our goal we all want to be to have this sport being taken seriously and you're going to take away the three-point line in a basketball game
0: but you can still earn three points if you shoot back far enough according to the ref yeah that's
1: exactly what that's saying it's like taking all of the lines off of a basketball court, it's like taking all of the lines off a football field. I feel like this just took away our lines almost, if you will, in cheerleading. And given we probably won't experience any issues with it.
0: But if the worry was that there's too much discrepancy and there's too much room for interpretation of people saying, well this was in the super elite box Why then are we moving the opposite direction and opening up that interpretation and discretion rather than, like what we're saying, close it up? Yeah. Because if if we could keep this chart, every skill needs to be on here. It needs to be numbered or it needs to have a value associated with it. It needs to have
1: a value associated with it. That's exactly what it means because otherwise you're looking, you're asking your choreographer to put together, you know,
0: their vision of the stunt progression sheet. Like, we made the subjective sport
1: more, more, suge- more
0: subjective, oh, exactly. Yeah,
1: we really did. I'm curious if, like, I haven't even really looked at some of these skills. I was just mostly checking our skills off and checking their boxes to see where we were gonna land this season, mm-hmm. since I don't know now. Um, guess what,
0: it landed in a box. Good luck figuring <sighs> out what it is. Yeah, knowing is just the key.
1: I just don't like to be blindsided by anything, and neither do our kids. So, again, signed off. XOXO. Frustrated. Lauren.
0: A need for some standards across charity is definitely present. And that brings us to our next topic um, for this episode. So, it's news ish. It happened earlier this summer, but um, a A massive group of all-star gym owners have kind of been um, churning this grassroots movement for all-star in hopes of making change. Because all these gym owners, they're they're business owners at the end of the day. They're going to be coaches, they're going to be the admin in the building. Sometimes they're hands-on, sometimes they're hands-off. But at the end of the day, if the sport's crazy, it affects their business, which is their livelihood for their family and their home. Um, so, so, cheerleading on the all-star side was definitely, has of late been swaying out of favor of all these small business owners, these gym owners, and becoming in favor of the event producers, the competition brands, when those brands in USASF truly do benefit when those small businesses thrive. If those small businesses, if these gym owners thrive, they're bringing more kids to competition they're buying more gear they're yeah. going to more camps they're getting more music. So I that, that's a big disconnect that I've never understood is why isn't why aren't the event producers and the governing body really truly supporting we've seen some initiatives um, the varsity rebate, USASF mentorship programs but um, beyond that people are getting upset they're getting fed up. And so they started it in the spring talking about it and they set a meeting and they posted a picture. But look how many people came to Florida for this meeting. These are people from across the country. Um, Yeah, this message was posted by Brad Habermill from Cheer Athletics. 170 attendees representing 1,600 teams on the all-star side. Um, But the cool part and what led us into this topic is they were taking polling from these gym owners and coaches that were present. They were doing it electronically. They were getting the opinion of a massive group of people, people that were there, people that weren't there, not just five stakeholders, 10 stakeholders that affected the business with their decision. They're saying, how can we lift everyone up and lift the sport up simultaneously? And so then, you know, a few weeks later, They released their kind of press release to the cover, or sorry, to the event producers, to the competition brands. Um, I mean, look at these, this list of teams, these gyms down here. It's crazy. Now, Sun's here in Colorado. Um,
1: They want change.
0: Yeah, people want change on that side. So what they got, what they came to, you know, they listed their function, what they're trying to get done, but then, these proposals i mean they were so specific but not kind of not too narrow where it was like oh well you're asking for the world right they're they're asking for you know basic things so um i thought this was an interesting one that i had never really thought of so this one's under their music proposals gyms who pay for custom mixes Uh, should maintain some level of ownership over that music beyond a single season. So right now, when you buy your music, you're just buying a license for a year, which from your provider, you could probably arrange to buy it for three years or five years. So that's kind of on us and that's more of the industry standard. But then it goes into. They wanted into, to pass
1: that music down.
0: That's what they go into. But they said, "Why can't we use those in social media promotions and videos?" And I think some people do if they're creative. But yeah. I think that that opening that up with some official capacity would help those gym owners use now, that music.
1: Now is that up to is that up to them, or is that I guess I instantly when you said social media doesn't like. Facebook and Instagram, wouldn't they flag that and say, wouldn't, wouldn't that be up to them?
0: No, their flags usually only pick up like raw, full, full tracks, okay. not okay. like a mix or a blend.
1: Oh, sure. Okay. Um, that makes sense.
0: But the other part of the music proposal so they said they would like to form libraries, so clips of music without sound effects, or routines without sound effects and voiceovers. Um, for use at lower price points. So an industry kind of database of tunes that are all two minutes, two minutes 15, 2.30, whatever these teams need so that then they can just go in and they can add their own basic voiceovers and things oh, cool. to kind of minimize the cost because people are paying crazy amounts.
1: It's, it's so expensive <laughs> to get routine music. And
0: then what you said a moment ago, the third point was encourage gyms to use uh, fewer fully customized mixes and I believe that's so that they can hand them down like why would a gym if they have six teams need to buy six mixes granted Ugh. the routines are different but aren't they all doing cheerleading shouldn't the, the layout of the routine yeah. be somewhat similar where they could use yeah. those sound effects and use those voiceovers again I know I know I mean we buy a varsity mix and a jv mix and that works fine um I think it'd be interesting if we had to use the same if You know if our state or the NFHS said it was getting out of hand then they put their own limits on it Um,
1: never thought about reusing music like that but how nice would that be right
0: we make such custom mixes that that's just become like the, the norm where what if it could be it's not like our mix says count you know, County Varsity, just as no. Douglas County, Count on County, all, the, and like, all those things. To just
1: remove all of the dings and zips of like when they pull a stretch or when they do a chin pop and like just take those out, let them work a routine to it, and then re-put them in wherever. Mm-hmm. That would be really nice. And just pay
0: for edits rather yeah. than full creations. Yeah. Full symphonies. Um, so that that's gonna be interesting to see if that ever gets implemented, how it gets implemented anything like that but
1: my heart hurts for gyms kind of here I've never thought about how much music they've had to buy right
0: so here's something so they proposed under video proposals gyms should have the right to post videos of their own teams on social media to promote their gyms and to promote the sport Um, they said example events could include verbiage in their event terms that specifically allow gyms and athletes what's known as fair use of their own video. So fair use is something that's on YouTube and on Facebook, like you're talking about with the music. Yeah. I got flagged for a video the other day because it had five seconds of a song playing in the background. Like uh, on the
1: radio or something? Mm-hmm.
0: And I had to, because it was a shot from a gym and there was the music in the background of the gym. You can barely hear it. I, I have no idea what song it is. I do agree that I've heard that tune. Yeah. But so I had to dispute it and I had to say this is, you know, this is fair use, this is in the background, I'm not promoting it, I'm not selling it, I'm not using this to take away from this original creator. Obnoxious. Um, And so right now, if a gym was at a competition and they post a video of it, if it's owned or run by the right company, they're doing takedowns immediately. Stingray All Stars posted videos of their teams at a competition this year, I think it was Cheer Sport, and their channel got wiped because of the disputes that were filed um, by the media company. Not naming any names, you know who you are. Um, But like you're saying, the, the gyms, these gym owners have, I believe, have every right to make these requests and proposals because they're in the trenches they're the ones working with hundreds of kids every day every yeah. week yeah they're charging families and then at the end of the day that the gyms aren't benefiting and we're seeing gyms close more and more every year which there's always going to be a risk gyms are always going to close just like restaurants are always going to close right, those, right. Um, sporting business. goods stores yeah you still have to be a good business owner but It's leading to kind of gym franchises. The ones that are successful are buying up Mm multi-locations and that kind of created a divide across the industry. Large gym, small gym, which turned into D1, D2, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't believe is good for the industry because going back to topic, our first topic, there's not a small country division in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They don't say Lithuania, Switzerland, and Portugal, you guys are competing, USA, Russia, and Germany, you guys are competing. Like, that doesn't exist. It's You bring the best to it, and if we're talking a sports competition, why are we separating by how they train or by locale size? So, um, I think that these proposals could go a long way. I just am dying to know what they kind when of- When do t- they get an answer? Um, let's see.
1: And who do they formally request this to?
0: So they requested this to all event producers. So they sent okay. it to USASF, to Varsity, All Star, um, Infinity Run has a competition division. Well,
1: competition start in a month, so like, sure. Mm-hmm. They need an answer soon, right?
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, so they, they said, we recognize that some of these are going to be long-term changes ah, rather than band-aids, so, um, and, and the key is, is that they did it respectfully, and they, yeah, and they said- Yeah, I think
1: they did a great job. And in this
0: letter, they said, we want to work alongside the event producers. We I want to that. work alongside. And I think that that's so important, because for years it was a group of people and saying, this is how the sport is, this is how the sport's going to be, these are the sport changes. And for it to grow, it can't do that anymore. There's no. too many people involved, and it's not—it's not just cheerleading anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know,
1: it's—it's li- it's people's lives, it's their livelihoods. Um, and like we're lucky enough where we have two actual full-time jobs, so like cheerleading is not our livelihood, but it is—I would say our passion, Very and much. It, its something we care about, and it helps us get through the day to day of our regular used to do my career. It used to be my full
0: time when I worked for Varsity. Yeah, I mean literally full time.
1: Cheerleading brought us together Mm -hmm. and a child into this world and all the things. So, like, I understand your frustration when you hear like, at the end of the day, it's just cheerleading. I I know, I know, but um, I think we're seeing that change because at the end of the day. It is cheerleading but cheerleading is everything to a lot of people so that's almost insulting to say yeah Um, but how you were saying this is now they want to work alongside that just takes me right back to the the second topic we talked about with stunt progressions I I love that message of we just want to work alongside of you Mm -hmm. and make this sport Better. Yeah, and the person that is that posted not what we all want at the end of the day is for the sport to be better?
0: Yeah, and the person that posted this is a coach and it's an owner. It was Courtney Smith Pope from CEA, so Cheer Extreme in North Carolina, where Jay and Jane and Waitney now work. Gotcha. So um, she, you know, she's been doing this for years. She wants it to be great.
1: She wants to be good for her kids.
0: Yeah, I mean like we all spend time in this sport what's the outcome is it yourself or is it are you going to leave it good for the next generation yeah that's how I view what we're doing here is yeah it's not game changing it's not world changing no but it's expanding on what cheerleading is yeah and it's growing the sport to be something greater to be those those premier sports the the football the basketball the soccer the baseball um those sports rarely include women. Yeah. Why can't a women's sport that's a little different, that's you know, that's a little more subjective, not so point based or yeah. ball based be something of a focus. We've seen it this year with college gymnastics having their revival with that one gal from U C L A, she does a new routine and it's everywhere on social media and YouTube in a matter of days. Yep. And it's like that why well, I can't didn't get to that point can't
1: wait to have her on the next episode of the
0: podcast that would be sweet <laughs> we'll send an email we'll send an email um i think right now the industry is so sporadic and off the wall that it is choose your own which yeah. allows a lot of freedom and allows a lot of people to to be grow successful. to be successful and grow in their own right yeah but, um when other people not in the sport look at it i think that that is something that they focus on is why is it all so different?
1: Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, the style that um, the U.S. national team does their routine in, like the way they do their the routine. Format. The format. Thank yeah. you. I was
0: struggling so for that's words. the I.C.U. World's competition format.
1: Yes. So it's cheer, then probably about two minutes of a routine, right? Mm-hmm. But at high school, we do maybe, you know, routine, cheer, routine. NCA does cheer, Mm -hmm. routine, and then All Star does full routine, no cheer at all. Unless you're
0: in the global division, which is an IASF side, which is an initiative, where they're adding the cheer back in. Mm -hmm. So that is an international division. Is that getting us closer? Right. Not many people do that global division. Like that's
1: a change I'm willing to work with because like are we we trying to make that change across the board, across all cheerleading, whether that's all-star high school, game day, Mm -hmm. like college, do we want that all to get on the same page? That way when we do hopefully finally get the acceptance letter of you are now going to compete in the Olympics. there's no question of what does that format look like yeah
0: because when you play basketball when you're five it's the same basketball you play if you're in the nba yeah 100 the, the, the
1: only thing that line. changes is the three-point line the
0: goal the goal gets a little bigger as you grow the court gets bigger right i mean same with same with football you you tag football touch football flag football all that yeah and then you evolve into tackle yeah same with Baseball, T-ball, machine pitch, coach pitch, player pitch, but it's still baseball. You still have nine on the field for baseball. You still have 11 on the field for football.
1: You still have a three-point line and you don't get it taken away and saying, hey, we'll guess that's a three if you you shoot over there. Are
0: you you mad? Are you mad? I
1: just want to know the difference between elite and super elite.
0: Are you mad? Anger. Oh. You
1: know the angry beavers? That Nickelodeon show? Yes. In there.
0: You're there. I'm right there. Did you know? This is an off-the-wall Scott point. Did you know that the, the
1: answers probably no. I didn't know, but go yes, ahead. Yes,
0: you're right. The answer is <laughs> no. That the clock on the wall in the Angry Beaver's home. Was accurate per episode, and they would. The animators would move it. So if the kids were, the, <laughs> if the Beaver kids were in the kitchen for the entire episode coloring, it moved nice and slow. But if they're in and out throughout the day, and it was like morning, and then lunchtime, and then dinner, cool. The clock reflected, and I believe it's the only cartoon to reflect accurate.
1: Because most cartoons just leave it at like twelve Because most to beavers 12.
0: know the time.
1: <laughs> Even more important. What. Even more importantly, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Lots of good things happening. Yes. Like, we want to see cheerleading of the Olympics. Duh. We want to see... I mean, I didn't know much about this All-Stars um, United until mm-hmm. you told me about it, but I think it's great. I mean, always open a dialogue to make things not just change, but evolve for the better of the sport. It's kind of like the gold rush and like, all of us are on the Western front, like helping things keep going because it's the newest sport. Money like- Who made the
0: most money during the gold rush? Who? People that sold shovels.
1: Hmm. So do we need to sell palms?
0: Why <laughs> you, you are, I think you just answered your <laughs> own question. Who sells the most palms? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it for episode three. Thanks for listening to The Mark Through. I'm Scott. I'm Lauren. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and uh, enjoy. That wasn't wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. We'll see. How's this baby?
1: Those three topics actually ended up pulling together really well though.
0: Yeah, they did. There's that baby. You ready for this? Who live is this? Who lit is this? Who real is, is this? We too legit. We are you Walk Mark through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad? Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Walk through.